it's stuck in place. I think he's we are live now. We're live. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow, Nick was really pulling a Yahtzee now. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number forty-six for June 29th, ninth, twenty twenty-two. My name is Marty Sleva, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu, and we're doing this live from Google Chrome. This is very exciting. Shit, Google I have Beats. the cameras switched in the wrong places. Oh, looks now. like we shouldn't have went live yet. That's okay. <laughs> Casey, twice, say something bad one. about yourself while you're in no, the wrong it. slot. N- no, I, I love myself. Why would I? <laughs> there, is it like good. if I commit a crime and I'm in the different slot, is the other person going to get arrested? Yeah. Is it like do- double indemnity? Uh, hello. Internet hello, everyone. Rules. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Breakout. This is the Escapist Weekly Conversation Show about games and movies and TV and all that nonsense. Uh, we have a great show for you. You can see uh, from the art and the headline, we're going to be talking about um, kind of franchise fatigue and, and the idea of it being sort of okay to outgrow and step away from franchises you love and what things we're currently experiencing that with and and like it seems like this conversation can go in two directions and it can go in like the gross toxic direction and i don't want it to go there or it can go in the just like fucking go to bed early you doofus direction just like you don't need to if you, if you don't like something anymore just go to bed that's that's my suggestion to everyone something's making you angry just sleep it off just sleep it off exactly um sleep off star wars for the next 20 years uh and i'll also be uh checking up with uh, some of the some of the games and, and movies and tv and shit we've been watching um but first off how are you guys how are you guys how how is your how, how have your weeks been weeks before weeks we ends. go any further marty check your google hangout settings and make sure you're using the right mic the fucking nick why didn't we do this beforehand what i didn't this notice it until just now what, what well, I don't even know where it is in Google Hangout. I don't use Google I, I, Hangout. I don't know. Marty sounds okay to me. He does? Yeah. So the, three, the, three, the, the, three, the three dots next to the, the Hangout button. And then go to settings. <clears throat> don't hit the Hangout button, though. That'll kill you. Wait, you're you're the only one. Oh, there I am. Three dots next to Hangout? Hangout. I don't even know where that is. The red, big red Hangout button. Oh, hang up. Yep. Settings. Uh, there's no settings. It just says turn on captions, report. Pro- oh, I had to scroll down. This is fucked. This is absolutely. Yeah, it says I'm fine. It says I'm using. Okay. okay. I don't know. Something sounded off. Anyway, you asked what we've been up to. <laughs> criticizing you, apparently. Man. Yes, that's true. How do you mind he's laughing? How do you mind he's laughing at this? Because this is my literal nightmare. Yes. Marty and, nightmare. Marty and tech issues. Did you figure out how to use your monitor? I'm gonna be honest. I don't have <laughs> firm grasp on it yet. If I'm being honest, aha! Uh-huh. I knew it wasn't. Okay, me. yeah, knew, yeah. I knew it wasn't me. I knew something. Well, that's was going not on the mic, the though. I that's, know it's the internet. That's internet stuff. Yeah, yeah, I knew something was going fucky over there. <laughs> we'll just leave oh, Marty man. like that. <laughs> he looks happy. <laughs> that's the only time he looks happy. Uh, all right. Dang. So Marty asked what we went up to. Uh, I have been continuing to play Children of Morta this week. Uh, which I think you would you liked Hades, right, Casey? Or have you tried uh, Hades? I didn't play much of it, but yeah, I did like it from yeah. what I played. Yeah, so if you liked Hades, you would really like Children of Morta. And Marty okay. also agrees. Look at how happy he is that I'm talking about Children of Morta. Yeah, there's that, very positive uh, energy coming <laughs> off of Marty right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but all right, so our main topic this week is about outgrowing franchises that we used to be in love with uh, or still kind of enjoy. I don't know. Uh, and in the thumbnail, I put, I didn't really have time to get your or Marty's opinion on it last night when we needed the art, but I basically talked about, mm. uh, oh God, now Casey's giant. Casey, look. Oh no. 
<laughs> I'm Marty, big. Marty, Marty's done. How do I, can I get into the, the box properly? This is a fucked up podcast. Today. There you are. Help. Help. <laughs> <sighs> let's, let's check here. Oh, oh Marty said, back. okay, he's in chat. He says, my internet died. This yep. is my nightmare. Yep. Okay. Let me... Uh, Hold on a sec, guys. This this podcast is this is all kind of fucky. It's not Monday morning, is it? It feels like Monday morning, but it it is actually Wednesday. Okay, I'm going to fix your face, KC. I know that's kind of a challenge, but it's okay. And transition. And now we have a half a KC face and another one. Yeah, I mean, it's better than. Well, you know what? More and more KC face. I think it's fine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, so back on topic, finally. Uh, so I put I put in the thumbnail Battlefield 2042, Halo, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Star Wars because those are the three of the franchises that I've kind of been like tack- grappling with lately of whether or not I still enjoy them. Uh, and also, like I know, like, how, like, like I know you're like a super big Halo fan uh, and Battlefield, I guess to like a lesser extent. But like, were you really like super big on Star Wars? Like, you like love Star Wars games I, or yeah, the franchise like, in general? Yeah, the the Star Wars movies were like movies that I watched like yearly, uh, regardless of you know the prequels or whatever. I I would watch them like mm-hmm. it's kind of like Lord of the Rings for me. I would I would watch them once a year. Um, and I was really excited when I heard Disney was taking over because, you know, Disney has unlimited money. And I figured like, hey, you know, they're doing all these TV shows, movies and everything. It's going to be really high, you know, prestige stuff, which is also me being naive and at the time and not realizing Disney's Disney, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yeah, what uh, they the first Force Awakens movie was like 2014, I think. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, I, I can look it up real fast, but yeah, yeah. I don't remember the year. But uh, so I. I just remember going to Star Wars The Force Awakens and I was super excited because like Star Wars is back. I've been waiting years for a new Star Wars thing. And then when you get into the movie and then like it was beat for beat, you know, a new hope almost. And I, I just like my mm-hmm. enjoyment was like, oh, no, there. I, and I could I could already plan out like the entire trilogy in my head. Like, well, you know, Han Solo died this movie you know, Leia or Luke will die in the next movie. And then the last character will die off after that in the third movie. Like I kind of knew from the start there and Disney. And, me, and, and that upset you like at a base level. Like, oh, they're yeah. killing my, my favorite characters. No, no, no. It didn't upset me. They were killing my favorite characters. It was that it was so predictable and boring. Right. That okay. I, just, I knew what to expect from all the movies going forward. And so like, you know, the last Jedi came out and, I was like, well, this is a bit different. I kind of like the direction they went with Luke. I didn't really like the rest of the movie. Uh, and I know. And then, like, of course, you know, you get the fandom, too, that is just insufferable about anytime you even meant. Darren will mention The Last Jedi in his videos just to get the comments that will be mad at him because we know if you even mention the word The Last Jedi, people get mad about it. So, like, I think, like, this topic kind of came from a combination of, like, well, Star Wars has kind of started to bore me. The fandom has also made me not enjoy Star Wars as much anymore. And then when I watch the shows, like not Disney Plus, I'm like, this just doesn't feel quality anymore. It feels like half-assed budget stuff. Uh, I, I can I can definitely see that. Like yeah. I, I was I, the biggest I've ever been in terms of Star Wars was when I started binge watching like the Clone Wars series. Because mm-hmm. before that, like I I would watch all the movies because like you know they're they're fun. But like I I wasn't super invested in them. 
Uh, but yeah, like after getting really big into Clone Wars, like I would go and be like, all right, well, what other Star Wars stuff can I like get into that's this interesting? And it, yeah, it was just not at the same level of quality. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see why uh, like you would be, start shying away from it. Well, and see, that's like the thing. Like I still like Star Wars, uh, but I, I think we talked about it maybe on the last podcast where like I've kind of come to like just accept that maybe Star Wars going forward will be mediocre and it's just you know, something to put but, on in the background for a while. <laughs> is it is it possible to accept the fact that Star Wars has always been mediocre? <laughs> and it, it has like here Star- and there, like yeah. kind of greatness. Well, yeah, like, I mean, Star Wars has very, it. I think Star Wars has very high highs and very low lows. And then in the middle is everything else. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, most of it is just like, like, in the middle. There. Yeah, there's like there's like Empire Strikes Back and there's the rise of Skywalker trying to dig a hole through my apartment floor to get to the bottom of the <laughs> foundation. <laughs> uh, Marty in chat, it says I'm yelling at my internetless phone trying to defend The Last Jedi. Hey, out of all three of the sequel movies, I like The Last Jedi the most. Even though I don't really like any of them that much, <laughs> uh, the, I think the first one is probably my favorite. But like, yeah, I didn't hate the Last Jedi. Like, I thought it had like really cool set pieces in it. But mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's, it's that last one that really kind of puts the nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah, can't really yeah. defend it when it ends that way. No. Uh, and then, as as far as like the Disney Plus series goes, like Mandalorian, like I'm okay with. Uh, mm-hmm. But like the Book of Boba Fett, I thought was absolutely terrible. I like the final. Yeah, I haven't episode. even bothered to watch it yet. All right, no so one's the, been like the, really high on it. No, the final episode of that that show is a big battle and literally them shooting at a at a shield for 15 minutes. Not realize like, hey, this shield isn't going down, guys. Maybe we should figure out something else to fucking do. All right, giant <laughs> kaiju fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, upsetting. Book of Boba was complete, completely awful. Uh, and then Obi Wan, like, there's moments i like in that show but i kind of like this topic came up because when i was watching obi-wan and and spoilers ahead for anybody uh that's still watching it uh well not really a spoiler like in the final episode you know obi-wan faces darth vader again and there's a scene where like obi-wan's on a hole and darth vader's above him and all that was going through my head during that entire fucking scene was please don't say i have the high ground Darth Vader like I did if Darth Vader said that I was gonna turn it off like this I was uh talking about it on my personal stream last night but you know like the uh-huh. meme out of like the Wolf of Wall Street where Leonardo DiCaprio is pointing at the TV and going yes yeah <laughs> like, like that that to me is like did peak Disney right now is like they want you to be pointing yeah. at the TV going yes I recognize that shit <laughs> yeah they're they're banking very heavily on just everything that made them money and that is in the yeah. popular culture today and uh, I I just watched uh, Doctor Strange last night, and I, I hated that movie. Nick. Really, the new one? It was so yes, it was so bad, and it was full of stuff like that where they're just trying to get you to remember these sort of things, and you know, like they're teasing you with like you know the, this whole multiverse thing, but like they're not actually telling a compelling story. Uh, it was it was really bad. Huh. Um, so like to me, that's actually starting to make me feel like. Is like is the Marvel stuff actually starting to be bad in general? Like, have I been being very forgiving of it for like a long time? Mm-hmm. Because that one kind of like at the at the start of the movie, like I was I was on board, like I was waiting to be like wow, like I am with pretty much everything that they do, and just it just kept 
outdoing itself in terms of awfulness. Like it gets worse the more it goes down. Like even this after credit scene is like kind of laughably like hokey and terrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. well, I mean, like I don't start... know, I'm, I'm not excited for the next Marvel thing right now. Yeah, like my my hype is kind of in the toilet. Well, yeah, and like I I still like circling back. Like I still enjoy Star Wars. I still enjoy watching Marvel stuff. But every time I come out of like watching that stuff, I'm like, this could have been so much more. And I feel like I just mm-hmm. have maybe my expectations are just too high. Like that's where I'm kind of at. Like my expectations are too high for these franchises to be something more. Cause like I go back and think about Logan, like how good of a movie that was for Marvel mm-hmm. and knowing that Disney now controls Fox. Like we're never going to get anything like that again. Um, and star Wars is kind of like the same way where, you know, like Obi-Wan show, like I'm, I'm okay with like the fan service stuff for the most part. I don't like, I I don't like when they just reuse shit though to make you go, oh my god, look what they did. Right? Yeah, because, it's, like, just, it's just a reference. It's yeah. not. Well, like the Obi Wan show, like specifically, I, I brought up like I, I was scared that they were going to use a high ground quote because right before that, Obi Wan reuses the "I will do what I must" quote from the movie. It's like that landed hard the first time because it was the first time he used that quote. Now it's just like, ooh, look at that. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, like so they're, they're they're basically just they're recreating the exact scene that you already saw. And like, and that's supposed to be the entertaining part. Like we, we saw this, like they might as well have done like an anime esque uh, flashback where they just show you the entire previous scene to give you the context and then let yeah. something new happen at least afterwards. You'd have yeah. to bother to just do the same thing over. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean like that, you know, as far as like star Wars and all that goes, I just kind of like, I, I don't know, expect mediocrity, mediocrity now. And like you said, like, you know, Star Wars, I don't think Star Wars is like ever as prestige as people made it out to be. I think it just, yeah, it couldn't have been. No, it's it's about laser swords. And yeah, but I think Star Wars like had really good characters like in the original movies and all that. And like even the prequels now, like people like there's, there's a lot to love about those movies. I think like that's what I was surprised because when we posted our in the frame on Obi-Wan, the comments were just trashing Darren for even daring to like the first two episodes of that show a little bit. He didn't even like it. He said it was okay. He just said it was okay. Uh-huh. He didn't love it. He didn't hate it. Just like, it's okay. Uh, so then I was really surprised by like the Star Wars Reddit who Star Wars, I think Star Wars Reddit, it like hates most of what Disney has done with Star Wars ended up loving the Obi-Wan show. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about these things now. <laughs> well, it, it, is it because it was a show about Obi-Wan and like Obi-Wan is kind of just, he's like old guard Star Wars? No, like, the, the show was very focused on him. Like a lot of the comments about the show focusing too much on Reva were out of place. Uh, I mean, she, they didn't develop her character at all. So I didn't really care about her character. Like you played Fallen Order, like Trillo was a much better fleshed out inquisitor than reva was uh i don't know like again Obi- there'll be one show like the pacing just felt weird that there wasn't much character development and they spent a lot of time focusing on other things when they really should have just focused on obi-wan and like him dealing with the aftermath of order 66 and losing all his friends and family and uh mm-hmm. I, was, I was think i was talking about that with marty during the wasteland stream yesterday where uh it's kind of hard not to be cynical about Disney now when you hear the reports that like the Obi-Wan show was originally supposed to be a lot darker and then they went, they, they didn't like it because it was too dark. And so they rewrote the script to be more, you know, family friendly. And I think star Wars right. is forever going to be stuck there where it's like, it's trying to tell more adult theme stories, but they're constantly fighting with Disney about being family friendly. 
And so like, well, but because Black would Widow, you consider, Black, uh-huh. uh, the Black Widow movie kind of like really dove into that too, where like there was a lot of dark stuff in like the first half yeah, of that movie. They kind of hinted at very dark uh, mm-hmm. past stuff. Yep. And then you get to the second half of the movie and it's like, it just, the quality went, like you could see where Disney said, okay, time for action, CGI, do it. <laughs> yeah. Like hit, hit these metrics mm-hmm. and just do that in the back half. But I was gonna say like, did you, did you feel like the original Star Wars trilogy was like dark or like serious? Cause, cause wasn't that like kind of family friendly like back in the 70s when it first yeah launched? it was i mean yeah when you have ewoks like it you know as family friendly i thought everything was handled better like the just the like empire strikes back i think is probably the darkest movie in star wars well no revenge of the Sith is obviously darker but um but i feel like i don't know just the development of like that whole storyline in the original trilogy is so much better than anything we've gotten since where like you know luke's growth as a character and everything but even then like if you go back Mm -hmm. and watch them now as an adult i think like yeah they're still really fun to watch but also like you you know it's a lot more of the flaws yeah i my greatest critique of those the original trilogy is just the pacing like i feel like they're they're very slow but that that was kind of how they made movies back then so like that's kind of a product of his time so i can't hold it that much against it Mm -hmm. but like i don't know like the idea that star wars should be like this kind of deep dark introspective kind of thing like i think the mandalorian has probably gotten the closest in terms of like hitting that level of like drama but like it's it's always been kid friendly that's me that's partly maybe the reason why it's worked so well Well, in animation yeah well that's well that's the funny part though right is that the clone wars is extremely dark in points and so is rebels and like there's kid there's a lot of kid friendly like filler episodes but like the the, Mm -hmm. like the real you know, meet episodes there's a lot of really good stuff in those shows like, I almost, yeah, like a- animation is good at getting away with sneaking in like uh deep meaning and nuance yeah because it's animated so like people kind of don't take it seriously at face value but then like they'll just they'll do all the writing necessary to make you take it serious mm-hmm. so like, I, I think that's maybe the juxtaposition like when it's live action they get a little too worried that the real people talking about real death will will scare people or something i don't know somebody somebody in the comments pointed out they genocided an entire planet with a death star so (laughs) exactly yeah but you didn't but you didn't see any of those people it's basically you just (laughs) you did did in rogue one (laughs) oh did they they show that scene i don't remember that yeah they they literally blow up Jeddah, and you see the whole explosion coming their way i mean you know you don't see like the devastation of the people or anything but i mean like you definitely see the devastation of the Mm. planet but uh, uh marty in chat is saying uh sorry all it looks like it's an area-wide internet outage oh dang yeah well marty's completely out of the picture today uh all right so pivoting a little bit then towards video games because i think there's a lot bigger discussion there um mm-hmm. halo i included in a thumbnail uh because everybody on this channel knows i love halo i just i enjoy a little bit most well i don't know halo for me is kind of like in the same boat as star wars now where like i enjoyed the original trilogy and then everything that's come after that has been like eh. so even like reach and odst i consider like re- everything before 343 took over so reach okay. odst is all part of that original stuff um, mm-hmm. but yeah like i keep going back to four and five and, and infinite i'm like do i just not enjoy halo anymore and uh you know the when we we put in the the uh the title like outgrown these things like i don't know if that was maybe the best word to use but i couldn't really think of anything better but uh 
at least for me, like I've just kind of realized like maybe, you know, Halo had its time and I'm just not as big a fan of the series as I, as I was because like it's not being developed right or what. There could be any multitude of reasons and like, you know. Uh, I, I, I think that might be an important distinction though. Is like, is it that you have kind of gotten tired or outgrown these set of mechanics or this universe or whatever? Or is it that, you know, it hasn't been handled right mm-hmm. for a while. And so like, it's less appealing to you based on like what you like. Cause I honestly felt very similarly about the Mario franchise for a long time. Yeah. Like I, I used to play every single one of them, uh, my favorite platform. Like I love platformers in general because of Mario. Uh, but then after a couple of the 3d ones, um, I really, I really kind of just tuned out when Mario galaxy hit and all the reviews were given at tens out of tens all over the place. And like, I had almost no fun playing that game. Like, it was fine. Yeah. Like I finished it, but it was like, this is kind of the same thing as the last one and the last one before that. Like I, at that point I was really burnt out. Didn't touch any of like the, the new super Mario bros. When they went back to side scrolling, didn't touch any of the 3d land joints. And like, I was fine. Like I just, at that point, like I, I felt like I was over, like I, I literally felt like, oh, maybe I'm too old for Mario. Like I, I don't like Mario anymore. Uh, but it wasn't until Odyssey came out that I saw that they were kind of doing new stuff um, that I popped into that and absolutely loved it. Like I loved all the reference uh, and that they also played into nostalgia in some of the places uh, in that game. But like, I loved all of those set pieces, uh, the, all the platforming felt fun. Like it was, it was the same game, the same formula with like that little hat gimmick, uh, whatnot. But like, it was so much fun. Like the worlds that they built and all the mechanics that they used. And from that point forward, I was like, all right, maybe I do still like platformers. And I was playing other platformers and having a good time too. So like, I don't know, maybe maybe a break is what helps in a lot of cases. Or maybe it is just like they were going down a certain path, kind of falling into a rut. And like, you you feel that as a person who's like constantly engaging with those games. And like, so maybe, maybe it is on their side and not so much on yours. But then yeah. again... Well, maybe just come back to it when you get it right. Yeah. Well, that's why I said, like, there's a multitude of reasons for why you might outgrow a franchise. And like one of them is mm-hmm. absolutely like them just not handling it in the way you expect. Uh, and kind of part of the reason I brought up this topic was because, like, I think online. Uh, well, you, well, Yahtzee kind of did the extra punctuation lately or recently on Silent Hill. Right. And people like mm-hmm. wanting that franchise to come back. And it's like, what does that even mean at this point? Right. What does it mean for 343 to make a Halo game? Well, we've seen last three games they've made and they've not been that great uh you know battlefield like dice with battlefield one and and five and now 2042 like you've kind of seen their downward trend like what does it mean for dice to make a battlefield game anymore and Mm -hmm. people people are like i need this franchise i need this franchise to stick around and i need it to be good and i need this and i need that and it's like maybe it's time to just move on from those things and find new things to play uh yeah it's, it, it sounds like it's more so they just miss the franchise like they yeah. miss the feeling and the game that they played before so they want an updated version of that feeling and like sometimes you can't go home again yeah right well <laughs> like and you, you kind of got to move on to the new thing maybe mm-hmm. and that's and that's kind of where i've gotten in my mindset about these things like because i you know i reinstalled 2042 this week to kind of like see you know has it been updated or whatever and it's like yeah it's mm-hmm. been updated like nobody's playing it now at like is dice really going to put the time in to fix this game? I don't know at this point. And then like, I was kind of thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Like 
you know, I've been playing squad. I've been playing hell at loose. Like there's games that are doing battlefield, but doing it better at this point. And it's like those, these franchises that like people are like, you know, aren't as big as battlefield are going to eventually be as big as battlefield. If people start playing them and give them the time, you know, uh, and I, it's just like the, the longevity of franchises is kind of like interesting to me because you know, you, you think of Star Wars, right? And you have like your expectation for Star Wars. But mm-hmm. all the people that are working on Star Wars are different every time. So you're going to get something different every time, pretty much, right? Like George, yeah. George Lucas was in charge of what the first three movies and, and the prequels. So you kind of knew what to expect from there. But now there's a new director and new somebody for every piece of Star Wars material that comes out. So the quality is just going <laughs> to range, you know, wildly. Yeah. And like I'm excited for the the new Taika Waititi Star Wars thing, whatever that is, because he hasn't missed in like a long while. Uh, but is that going to please the people who liked like the old versions of whatever? Like who knows? Like yeah. I, there are a lot of people who, who didn't like Thor uh, after he took control because they thought he made it too funny, and Thor is supposed to be like you know uh, like a meathead badass or whatever. So you're you're never going to be able to please everybody. So like yeah. I I don't envy the devs who who take over like these long running franchises. Oh, and, I, and I did do a, a takeaway video about this topic, but like that's 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 one of the reasons I gave as to maybe why we should let them rest or or kill them off entirely to do new stuff is because it's a lot of pressure on new creatives to kind of be handed the reins to something that has a big legacy and somehow please everybody. Like I really can't think of a situation where that was the case. Like even even God of War, which uh, I see Jesse Halebron just brought up. Uh, yeah, it's been critically acclaimed, but there's there's still people who are like, oh, I, I wish it was like the older one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it just I've been grappling that with a, a lot lately because I'm like, you know, we were in the media space. So it's a little bit different for us because like we have to be kind of involved in that online conversation about things. And like lately, yep. like I've just not wanted to engage at all in discussions <laughs> about Star Wars, discussions about Halo you know, the franchises that I enjoy because like there's so much division and anger amongst people that are like, this is, this isn't what I want. This is what I want. Like, I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it's infecting my enjoyment of those things. And like, of course, you know, somebody's going to say like, well, don't read the comments online. You know, I was like, well, we're in media. Like we ain't, this is our job to engage with that stuff and know yeah, about I gotta, it. I gotta see how people feel, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know. It's gotten to the point where like, I just, I, I'm looking forward to more new ip at this point like you know the zach's even you know say what you will about zach snyder he's working on um this new rebel moon show for netflix and like the concept art looked really interesting for it and everything is that star wars related or no no it's not star wars related but it's like his own new ip that's kind of like inspired by star wars uh i mean yeah it sounds like a star wars thing. <laughs> yeah right well rebel moon <laughs> yeah but uh I don't it, even if that doesn't turn out great like I'm just excited for something new that maybe takes inspiration from Star Wars and and makes makes something unique and fun with it uh, you know like we're getting the Game of Thrones prequels and like I'm like I don't know if I really I'm excited for Game of yeah, Thrones like, but also I don't know like how much more Game of Thrones do I want like I just want to enjoy yeah that that seems very ill-conceived like <laughs> it doesn't seem like anyone is like especially excited like folks will probably be curious but I don't know if anyone is like chomping at the bits to like get additional game of thrones stuff because of how lukewarm uh it went out but i'm I'm wondering like maybe this is like maybe an entirely different topic but like what like what are like the new up-and-coming possible franchises like stuff that people are launching 
that might get some wind under it because because it, it does seem like there's so much reliance on like nostalgia like stuff that has existed forever like is there anything new that's kind of breaking out i, I really don't know like I, I like stranger things maybe i think the boys might end up that's being a good that. example yeah yeah those are good examples like um you know stranger things the boys uh you know that as far as like the fantasy shows like they're they're still pulling from the books like they're uh I'm really, really curious to see how this Lord of the Rings show turns out. Uh, but I, I know you asked about new franchises, but I like, you know, I feel like Lord of the Rings hasn't been explored as in depth as a lot of other properties in media. I don't know. Those movies are pretty long. No, no. I mean, like in the breadth of things, like, you know what they're doing with like Star Wars and everything and exploring like they're. Well, yeah, sure. Really yeah, they haven't. Uh, they haven't beaten it to death. No. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what <laughs> no, I'm. That's what I'm there. worried about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as far as like new major franchises, like I just, I just don't, I just don't know. Um, yeah, Hobo Joe points out the boys is based on a comic book series. Yeah, and we're talking about that's media true. adaptions though. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't I, know. Like, I weirdly enough, the only one I can like see taking off is Avatar because <laughs> they're going wait the, the, the new uh, avatar, the blue James avatar cameron avatar yeah because yeah. uh, i was literally gonna say the exact same thing about the other avatar nickelodeon's avatar oh, yeah because <laughs> i think that world is ripe for like just pure dense exploration their... and they're gonna be doing that like there's yeah. movies coming for that so like i'm super excited about that world well netflix is doing their live action adaption yeah i don't the wind got taken out of those sales because the, <laughs> the creators left that project you sure you don't want another midnight Shyamalan one <laughs> no, I'm not pretty, pretty sure I don't want any more of that nonsense. Uh, we don't, we don't fuck with Ong. But yeah, like they, all, I feel like have a. That's I think that's Disney's attempt to make another, you know, Star Wars Marvel level franchise, and it's with Avatar because you got the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what they game, want, but like I don't, I don't know if I don't know if it can carry it. Like I feel like that story is way too generic. And the, the world and the world, while it does look fantastical, like a lot of that spectacle was because of the technology, the 3D stuff. Yeah, well, there's like, no what it's only. Yeah. When I think about Avatar, I think about like the the world. I don't like there's no iconic characters out of Avatar. Jake nope. Sully is not an iconic character that you can build you, a franchise. You, you literally just reminded me what that man's name was. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. The only reason I, I remember know. is because we talked about it a few podcasts ago. I was like, what the fuck was that guy's name? It's like, oh, it's the most generic name ever. Jake Sully. Yeah, uh, it's too removed from John Smith and the Pocahontas story, which everyone has pointed out. Like that's literally the story of Avatar is Pocahontas. Yeah, we, we are we are in the age of adapting material that already exists, uh, which I'm not completely against. Like I I still think, and like Marty will you know shit on me for it, but I think like the the Aragon books are, um, from Christopher Pellini. Uh, you know, have you ever read those Aragon Eldest whatever? Mm-mm. Really, that, but that's that's the character from the Fellowship, right? No, 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 no. Aragon, like with an E. Uh, like, there's a whole book series called the Inheritance series, and they're like these massive fantasy books that I feel. like... So this isn't like an existing character, like, existing world's character. This is like a, a separate fantasy series. Yeah, this is a different book series. Yeah, oh called, yeah, I've never heard the, of that. Then yeah, it's called the Inheritance series. Well, you've probably heard about the Aragon movie if you look that up. You'll probably recognize. I don't that. think I have. With an E? Yes. E-R-A-G-O-N. It was an awful, awful, awful movie. But it's definitely like one of those John series. Malkovich was in this? I've never seen this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 2006? Oh my God. Yeah. There's a I game. I, too. I have no memory of this. 
And George Lucas says they could try doing Narnia again. I only ever watched the first Narnia movie. Didn't they do a a newer TV show based on Narnia? No, they did a no. I'm thinking of uh, the Golden Compass. Golden, Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of the Golden Compass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I know nothing about Aragon. This this looks like CW type Game of Thrones. And Shawshank says uh, (laughs) Percy Jackson might also make a comeback. I think. I think they're making. There's, a yeah, Jackson there's new. Show. There's a new series coming for Percy Jackson. It's on Disney Plus too. Oh, it's already out. No, 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 no. Like they're making it for Disney Plus. Oh. See, that, I, I'm just like, I don't know. Like the Willow trailer got me interested from Disney. I just like for all the amount of money that Disney has, I feel like their shows should be like on the scale of Game of Thrones and stuff like that, and <laughs> they're just mm-hmm. not. It's just really that's weird. how they keep all the big bucks. Is that because they don't because they don't spend the yeah, they don't, they don't spend it all. <laughs> yeah, whose who's money, whose pockets is that going into? Uh, yeah, but uh, there's there's another book series I think that may end up making an adapt like Mistborn. I think there's talks about that making it an adaption. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what else. But yeah, I I don't know. Like I'm. I'm definitely like with Darren and Jack and, and Yahtzee about like kind of being over this age of nostalgia and like, I'm just ready for like new stuff. Yeah, and the, this is, this the... is mostly in media. I think, I think games are fine. Like I think we're getting all kinds of really new, like, with all the, all the remakes coming well, out. There's not, there's not that many. I, I beg to differ. I mean, you like, only, you only have dead space. You only have resident evil four. You only have the last of us. That's about it. <laughs> Prince of Persia is still in the works. That thing's dead. <laughs> that thing yeah, it's is probably, it's probably dead not as the doornail. I was excited about that one. I loved Prince of Persia. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they are remaking Splinter Cell. I forgot about that. I forgot. I forgot they announced that. Yeah. I don't, don't know. Don't worry. I, there, there'll be there, more. There's plenty. Like people talk. People say that, but I mean, like there are. Silent Hills coming eventually eventually yeah but there's like so many there's so many indie games now and like also like smaller double a developers doing so much unique and and new stuff at this point like i think that conversation about remake like everything being a remake or a remaster is just way overblown maybe in a triple a space but as far as like you know the triple a space doesn't even excite me as much as it used to anymore like i'm very much more in this you know focus entertainment working on stuff like plague tale and Warhammer Space Marine and like Kepler working on the uh, uh, Flint uh, Flintlock and and all these other you know Scorn all these unique looking games that are coming out I think, uh, but yeah I, I think I think the industry is fine in that regard so but yeah as far as okay as far as uh the the franchises are currently like I, I think somebody's kind of you know, so they re- they regressed. I-, I would agree with that. Like they're not they're not going forward anymore. Like they're just telling stories they've already told and expanding on things that we didn't need to know about. Um, yeah, like they they keep going back to the same well. They keep mining the same ore. Like it's they spend so much money. They're absolutely terrified of wasting it. So like they're like, oh, this was a success. It it shall be again. Yeah, even if even when it isn't. Time and time again, they they prove themselves wrong by banking on that sort of stuff. Mm. But I guess it's just too hard to sell to <laughs> sell people on something brand new. Well, the only so the only Star Wars like Andor looked really good in the trailer. I will give it that. Like that mm. looked like as a big step above anything else they've done. That looked like movie quality to me. 
what they were doing with that. But the only Star Wars show that I'm like really interested in is the Acolyte because that's exploring the High Republic for the first time. Um, and the Acolyte in like Star Wars lore, I think is like a, 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 a Sith's apprentice. So there's something, maybe hopefully something interesting here. Hopefully like new things that we haven't seen before out of Star Wars. Yeah. Like it, it's far enough removed from everything else that's in that universe that they're not tied down by, you know, strict timelines and, you know, like, Oh, what was this character doing mm-hmm. at this time? Because they would have been around type situation. So like, yeah, that's, very refreshing to see yeah it's nice. uh, so yeah I'm, I'm pretty curious about that too mm-hmm. and somebody brought up the star wars eclipse trailer like that that star wars eclipse trailer was the most visually interesting thing i've seen out of star wars ever <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just sad that it's make, it's just being made by quantic dream and like it's probably not going to actually happen as a game but all that material is reference material they've taken from the books that are out and so i'm hoping like that translates into what they're doing in like the show space or movie space. Like, you know, we actually get to see a whole new era of star Wars. Uh, George Lucas is asking what about Ahsoka, the TV show? I'm, I'm interested in it. I, I don't know. Like, I guess, yeah, out of the Mandalorian, like the, the fight with her, uh, was really good. Uh, that, that samurai inspired fight. Yeah, um, that was dope. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know where they're going to go with her story. Like I, I thought it wrapped up really good in like Clone Wars and Rebels. So, and now well, yeah, those, my, my those big felt my, like kind of origins for her though, right? Yeah. Like there's still a big mystery as to what she was doing after that. So like I'm actually yes. very excited about Ahsoka. Like Ahsoka's like my favorite uh, yeah, she is my Jedi favorite character, character in the yeah. in the series. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for that. But the top, but again, it's in that same there's window that they keep a, going back to. Yeah. So like, yeah, I feel like they'll they'll probably make a lot of the same mistakes with that story yeah that being said like uh the mandalorian i'm at least excited for season four uh because it seems like they're going to be taking it to the battle of mandalore like the retaking of mandalore which mm-hmm. that was a really good storyline in clone wars uh yeah true. And, and rebels so i'm definitely interested in seeing how that that goes but uh uh any news about the jar 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 Binks show i don't think disney's stupid <laughs> enough to do that unless they do like an, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, they could make it like a, a kid's thing, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, you, make make you, your kids you, super annoying because they all just start talking like Jar Jar Binks. Please, God, no. They're already annoying. <laughs> 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 uh, but all right. I think uh, I think that's a button on that discussion. Is like, you know, just our, our franchises have either regressed or aren't being made by the same people. You got to kind of accept that, like, you know, maybe I enjoyed the stuff that came before and I don't enjoy the stuff now and I shouldn't go on the internet and just scream about it all the time. <laughs> just accept that hey, I can just accept that this stuff is mediocre and I'll turn it on and watch it and not expect much more than that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're like you're not saying like you're you're giving up on it, you won't engage with it. Like you'll mm-hmm. probably still watch and then just wait for it to maybe find its footing again, if ever. Yeah. And then you can, you know, be pleased. But yeah, like but I don't know. On the on the flip side, honestly, like if you don't kind of speak up and criticize the thing, like even if you because they're just going to look at the fact that you're engaging with it, like, OK, it got this number of streams because it is a big name and people are interested, but nobody liked it. But then the only feedback they get is, all right, well, people watched it. So let's do more like this. So, like, you, I mean, maybe do voice your opinion. Just don't be super toxic about it. Yeah. <laughs> if, well, 
yeah <laughs> that could be helped yeah i mean that and that's obvious i think i do i do totally understand the frustration of, of fans though that like just want these things to continue to be good and they're not <laughs> you know a lot of times because <laughs> uh, like halo is like that for me where like i you know i think i was like really i was pretty positive about infinite like even leading up to launch like I was I was definitely concerned about it, but I definitely didn't think it was going to be bad or anything. And like I, I enjoyed my time with it, uh, but like the way three four three is like continued to handle it. Even I mean, it's been a year, almost a year now. Yeah, it's it's like up there. they just haven't finished it really yet. Like, mm-hmm. like that. I, I Infinite should have been like kind of the return to like Halo greatness, right? Like because they did try something new, well, new for the franchise at least, and yeah. like it kind of worked. Like you could see the bones of it uh function and and be fun and and whatnot but yeah like they kind of left it at that and like there's just there's so much more that should be in there so i i don't know yeah that's a rough one yeah well it's kind of gotten to the point where like you know these corporations like trust us we'll get it right and i'm like no i don't i don't anymore (laughs) like you know I, i i went to the battlefield 2042 preview for like update one and like I think I don't think I could have been more cynical coming out of that. Like I, that's kind of real where I realized, like, oh my god, like this this stuff's getting old. Like I love the transparency from companies, like, but when you're in the meeting, like this hands-on preview, and they're like, "We promise, there's big updates coming in Battlefield 2042." Is like, I don't give a shit. Tell me what's coming. <laughs> like I don't trust you to to say there's big yeah. updates coming. Like if you have, oh, we'll we'll fix it sure when yeah <laughs> you know uh you haven't and, yet yeah and 343 is kind of the same way now whereas like leading up to launch they were doing a really good job communicating and then since then it's just been all over the place and like i don't know you know you you promoted infinite as a platform leading up to launch and now it's like I don't, we don't even know what's coming. Like, are you actually working on a story expansion? Cause when I did my, my snapshot with Gira Coker, he kind of like half leaked it, but he's was like, yeah, yeah he we're did working. say that. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, there's that coming upcoming story expansions. I was like, okay, I guess there's something coming, but when <laughs> like, cause they yeah, didn't like no, no information about it at all. Yeah. I mentioned, I mentioned in the uh, Xbox presser, I was like, I was shocked that Halo infinite wasn't even name dropped there. Nothing. It's like they want that game to just go silent for a while until it comes back. But I mean, I don't know. And, and if that's the case, like, sure, take the time you need. Like, don't don't uh, announce a bunch of stuff that we literally won't see for several years. But the fact that they still need that much time is like crazy. Like, yeah, yeah it's just their studio makeup was full of contractors and stuff. And I don't know that that studio to me, is just seems like Microsoft's most mismanaged studio at this point. But uh, anyway, I mean, you know, it's one, like, you know, point being is it's Halo is like one of those franchises that I, I loved growing up and like enjoyment of continually kind of dwindled. And maybe it's just like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's good again, great. I can wait. Uh, but also up, up until then, I'm just not going to be really, really championing it or excited for it kind of thing. Yeah, there's yeah, you might as well just wait and see if if it does do whatever it is you need it to do. But until then, you know, check in every once in a while mm. and otherwise ignore it. Yeah. Well, that's that's the problem for a lot of people that make these franchises their identity is like they they center their enjoyment of it, you know, around everything to the point it's it's just, you know, it's all they think about seemingly. And it's like you gotta you gotta dis- disassociate a little bit when you decide you don't enjoy something anymore. It's like 
okay, <laughs> just leave it be. If it's good again, you come back. If it's not, well, oh well. Yeah, that's easier said than done for some folks, I guess. <laughs> Surprisingly. Like, yeah, that's like, you know, people have asked, I think a lot of the times, like what my favorite franchise is. And I like, I can't tell you. I don't know what my favorite franchise is. Like, I there's parts of Lord of the Rings I love. There's parts of Lord of the Rings, like the Hobbit movies I don't really love. You know, there's Star Wars movies that I love, like Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Sith. And, and that's really about it. You know, uh, I think there's just some people are just like it all has to be good or or it all has to be nothing. Yeah, pretty much. So, all right. Uh, well, we'll transition over then without uh, Marty. Marty still has in his void. His internet died. <laughs> Marty. He does love his voids. Yep. He's, he's there in spirit. He's in a place of peace right now. But uh, Casey, what have you been playing this week? You have a, I think, an embargo dropping today or tomorrow. Uh, I, yeah, I think it is today. Yes, yes. The reviews did drop for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. So you can talk right. about uh, your time with that. Yeah, mine's not done yet, but um, yeah. you'll probably be able to see it tomorrow. Uh, but I'm glad I can talk about it because I fucking love Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Really? Because you weren't huge on I, Monster Hunter Rise, were you? I mean, I liked it a lot. It always just felt like a, a lesser version of World. Yeah. Um, but like it, it had like two really cool things going for it. And the first was, you know, the movement mechanics with the wire bugs. And then the second was the um, the expansion of the combat system with the switch skills. Like you were able to kind of change certain. Well, you, you had like these special moves that you do with the wire bugs and you're able to change them out for different moves that you could use in different situations or for like different play styles. They've literally doubled down on that aspect of the game. Like not only can you now set um, loadouts so that you can switch on the fly between two different sets of skill set loadouts, but they added more switch skills to those loadouts. So you can do more stuff um, on top of doing more stuff in the middle of a hunt. Like you can set that all beforehand, go on a hunt, have a one full set of combos and then switch to another set of combos in the middle of the hunt. It is so fun. It is unbelievably fun hmm. to be that versatile in combat. Um, and it, it opens up all of the weapons. Like I've, I've I was playing through uh, with, I want to say maybe six or seven different weapons, like kind of just rotating around and check them all out. Every single one of them was so much more fun than any fun I was having with them before. Like I was absolutely loving the combat. And that somehow made all the stuff that I didn't like about the base game where they kind of removed a lot of the hunting aspect where like you're kind of studying the monsters and you have to prepare accordingly so that you're effective when you go out and fight them. Mm -hmm. I didn't give a shit about that anymore because all I wanted to do was get out there and fight more monsters. <laughs> so like they made that part so much more fun. Like it really eclipses the the slower paced parts of the hunt that um, that actually were fun in world. Uh, now, now the fact that they're a lot more streamlined only aids the fact that all I really want to do is get out there and hunt more. So like I like the the look of the new monsters is like really good like some of them are like haven't been shown since like several games back i right. i found out uh but even the newer ones that are in there like they look really unique like they don't all look like dragons like uh they tend to do mm -hmm. sometimes um and they have like they're they're fun fights with like cool mechanics um that really test what you're able to uh get away with and on, and on top of you feeling like really cool as you're doing this stuff like it all looks fantastic like Stuff is always exploding, like the ground is crumbling around you, like 
other monsters are running to the fray and, and jumping in a fight. Like all, all of it is just so epic all the time. Like it's 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 a super it's a really big adrenaline high when you're playing that game. Like I'm I cannot get enough of it. Like I, I put like 20 hours into the base game and I've already put 30 into this. Um, but I I've, yeah, I, I only just hit the end of uh, like that first storyline. And then, of course, if you play Monster Hunter, there's always like a back like an end game storyline after that. Like I haven't even touched any of that yet. Um, and like, there's there's like newer stuff that comes even in that end game. So like, I'm I'm really stoked. I'm gonna be playing a lot more of uh, Sunbreak as soon as I get the the free time to do so. Yeah, I I played a lot of world. I mean, I finished World. Uh, I didn't really do a lot of the end game stuff because I was I'm not mm-hmm. I wasn't huge into like the gear system. It just takes too. I think like the fights just take too long sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah maybe I just didn't give Rise enough of a shot. I didn't really like the having to go back to the the menu all the time to start a new mission we're in oh you you wanted to what like just be out on the map and yeah like, go I, from, like fight well, the fight yeah i feel like world had better pacing than uh, rise did or yeah but i also didn't put enough like, time I, I would say it. it's it's loop was more even because yeah. like like sure you spend a lot more time in the village having to run around and do stuff but like the stuff you were doing was a little more engaging like the planning process felt a lot more fun than it does in uh rise because mm-hmm. uh, rise simplified a lot of it so all you really got to do is go was on. fight yeah. yeah was go fight but like sunbreak went like all right well we we don't want to go backwards in terms of like making all the the preparation super convoluted and super in-depth so they did that for just the fighting and now the fighting feels just so deep like so un- unbelievably deep and like the stuff you can do with whatever weapon you choose is so cool and you can always go back and remix it to try new stuff too so like even if you get used to the options you have you can change all that up so that now for you like you're playing still a different version of the same weapon hmm. that's it i'm gonna have to give that one a shot thanks i did i did like a lot of what i played a world uh and then and rises pace is definitely quicker it just i didn't yeah, i didn't feel like sure I, it just felt more repetitive than what i was doing in world for some yeah reason. yeah i get that because they, they kept funneling you to the hunts and mm-hmm. but now now that those hunts like have so many more options like it's it is unbelievably fun hmm. cool uh well marty's not here i don't know what marty's been playing this week we'll just, <laughs> oh no you know what he's been playing he's, he's been, been playing, playing chrono, chrono trigger. trigger yeah yeah that's right uh amrao just asked where is mr biggity he's in his void of internet Listness. <laughs> he was here yeah, when you lose internet the entire world goes dark for you yeah so. yeah marty's back Keep in the dark way. ages at the moment he's a uh, you know he's a uh, clipping two stones together trying to create a fire to power up his pc again <laughs> uh yeah i've i've been playing uh children of Morta still i know we started off the podcast talking about that um i'm really really liking that game i'm i, I don't know why lately i've just kind of like been playing a bunch of random games so i talked about last week i played haven just wanted to play something different mm-hmm. and then children of Mort, i loaded that up on the steam deck and have been playing that like pretty much every night for going way too late i'm probably tired because of that um the progression like if you liked hades you would really like children of Morta. so basically the thing i really like about this game as a so it's it's a story action rpg and it's also got like roguelite elements in it um the nice thing about it is like you are always progressing and I'm discovering that those are the roguelites that I always, I like, like we're even dying. Yeah, where it is feels it just like a, 
yeah, getting even, stuff for your yeah, time. Dying isn't a punishment. Like I'm not wasting my time running through all the the rounds or anything. I'm, I'm either collecting uh, gold to upgrade my characters, or I'm gaining XP to upgrade my characters, which they have like two different um, XP bars, kind of where like each character has skills they can unlock, and then they're on like different tier levels. And then when you unlock like a new tier level, you unlock skill, like a, um, not a skill, but like a passive upgrade for all the characters in the game. Mm -hmm. And you can do it for every single character. So it's worth playing through like the different family members and using them. Um, even if they're not like up to your play style, just going through and leveling them up, you know, will benefit everybody in the family, which is really interesting. Uh, and then the other part is like when you die, you're still getting story progression too. Like I've been kind of shocked at the amount of like story you get after each run. Like it's almost, I don't, I think I've maybe had like a few runs where something new didn't happen, but I mean, and that that story is like interesting. Like, yeah, it's it's, like, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty like standard, you know, end of the world type story. Um, but like the family dynamic that comes into play is interesting. Like that's the unique hook of the game especially considering mm-hmm. like you play a whole family. Um, so it's, it's pretty fun. And then the, the, the other part of it too is like uh, the, the game. So like a lot of, a lot of roguelites, I think even Hades kind of had this problem where like you run through the levels again and again and again, and nothing really changes. Well, right. Children of Morta fixes that by like introducing like, side things that just kind of happen while you're playing in the story. And so like you get these different objectives where they force you to, they don't force you to explore, but you explore and you stumble upon instead of an upgrade, like a new story beat that ties back into like the main family okay. storyline. So like, yeah, there's always, there's always something progressing. And I, I really like that loop. Um, so I think like this is a genre that I really wasn't that into, but I'm, I'm definitely like playing more and more of them. Uh, and I hope more and more take like inspiration from Children of Morta and Hades because I, I really do enjoy um, that progression loop of like you're getting stronger, you're able to progress further, yeah. you're also getting That's story, the... you're also getting upgrades, you're not just losing everything and having to start over every time. Yeah, that's the the light part of the roguelite is mm-hmm. when you know some of that progress carries over and helps you on future runs. And, and yeah, like that that's fun. Like it's almost like a, a bite sized RPG in that way. Mm-hmm. we're like yeah. the it's the combat loop or the gameplay mechanic loop is really fun they're like yeah you don't mind going back and doing that over as long as you feel like you've made progress and can do something new the next time you jump in there so like yeah yeah and i'm a fan of that too yeah and the other part i like about it's just the combat it feels good to play um and it, it plays a lot like an arpg and so it's kind of got like all these different elements that come together that i really like i don't remember if yahtzee ever reviewed it but i feel like he would actually like this game if he if he tried it yeah, I remember. Yeah, Jesse's review is like the highest viewed three uh, MR, I believe. Yeah, and he wasn't right now. Yeah, and he wasn't. Super and yeah, and Jesse wasn't super hot on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, I don't know. Has has any of it changed since then? Like, have they updated? Yeah, much, they, or is oh yeah, they kinda... updated the shit out of that game. There's there's been a ton of right, updates. So. Yeah, I think it's. I right, think so yeah, it's... maybe maybe has maybe improved from. Hit. I, I wonder if Jesse would go back to it and how he would you <laughs> feel uh, with the improvements. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would count for a hidden gems, considering his review has almost five hundred thousand views. But <laughs> you know, uh, I'm definitely definitely keeping an eye on whatever uh, the developers 
is Dead Mage. I'm definitely keeping an eye on whatever they work on next. Um, gotcha. And also going out of my wheelhouse, I, I downloaded uh, Ace Combat 7. <laughs> so, Oh, I've, I've always wanted to get into those games. Uh, mm-hmm. But just I've never owned one. Like I've played them like at like friends' houses or like done demos or whatever. But yeah. um, I love Jets. <laughs> I don't know. Did you watch the Top Gun or something like I, that? I inspired. Yet. I've never actually even seen. Well, yeah, I I didn't see. I, I haven't seen Top Gun or Top Gun Maverick. But uh, no, it's just kind of like one of those games that I've been eyeing, and it was on sale on the Steam sale for like twelve bucks. So I picked it up finally because okay. uh, I, I I played a bunch of the ones on like a PS2 or whatever I played. I definitely played three. I played four. I play. I think the fifth one is called Sons of Liberty, and then they tried to take it. And that's dirt- the that's the tagline. Or not for not, not Sons of Liberty. Uh, what the what the hell is the? Is, I don't remember what the fifth one is called. Ace Combat Five. Skies. No, Ace Combat Five is the Unsung War. I played that one. Was Ace Combat Six? Oh, Fires of Liberation. Fires of Liberation. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of Liberty. <laughs> like Liber. Was I, I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking of Metal Gear because we were talking about it before the stream. <laughs> so I got my all my game titles mixed up. Uh, yeah, so I played like three, four, five, and six, and then there was also Assault Horizon, which was like a really different take. They tried to make it like cinematic, and it did not go over well. <laughs> So seven, uh, yeah, seven I was. I have no memory of that one. Yeah, seven was a, a return to return to form for them. Uh, so I, yeah, I started it up on my PC and I was playing on Nvidia Shield on a TV, and then I was like, you know what, this might be a fun game to play on a Steam Deck. So I've downloaded it on the Steam Deck, and I'll try it there instead. And, and it's got the green check mark for that it runs great on Steam Deck. So I am curious. All right, so you haven't tried it yet. You're just playing. I to. I have played the first mission on PC, and then I got tired and fell asleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so was that was that you being tired or like that was, was me being kind of tired boring? yeah that, no that oh, was okay. me being tired i like i always like say combat games i like the dog fighting right. games um because i i think a couple of months ago i also tried a chorus but i kind of I, I liked some of it but it wasn't it didn't have a story that was keeping me engaged i know you yeah, like the story and yeah, kind of no the the story is not great in chorus. oh yeah like i liked uh the relationship between the pilot and the ship, which grows over time. So like, yeah, you'd have to get pretty deep to like see how that uh, progresses. But I will say the, even gameplay wise, the beginning of that game is a little slow. So you do gotta put like a couple hours in before like it starts to get like hectic and visceral or whatever. Uh, But I I can definitely see someone like bouncing off because of the story. It is very like kind of (laughs) goofy what they're going for. Yeah, I think I went through like four or five hours of it. I definitely got. I definitely didn't like just play the first mission and fall off. Right. Of it. Uh, but it's just it didn't really hold my attention. That being said, it's another game that I think like I might enjoy more in the handheld version on Steam Deck. Uh, so okay, yeah, I, I don't. I've never like held a Steam Deck. Like how do how do the controls feel like the yeah. like when you're gripping the thing and your hand are that far away? Because I feel like that that kind of hurts me for like the more button intensive games. No, I, I haven't had a problem with it. Um, I didn't. I had some problems with the Steam Deck when I first started using it because I, I think I mentioned like it's got on the back of it it has um, four like trigger pads, and I mm-hmm. didn't like where they were placed because they they felt like they were in the way. Uh, but the more I've played, I've got, I've kind of gotten over that. Like after, because Haven Haven was the first game that I've completely played on the Steam Deck from start to finish. Uh, and okay. now I've almost played all of Children of Morta on it from start to finish. And so like, I've kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like I got used to it finally where like, this doesn't bug me. And also like, if they're not mapped anything, if you're clicking down on them, they don't change, they don't do anything. 
so it doesn't really cause That's any good. problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, if you play on the Steam Deck and then go back to the Switch, the Switch feels like a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> I've always hated playing my Switch in handheld, uh, but it was mainly because of the Joy-Cons. I freaking hate those things. I, I bought those uh, NY, NYXI uh, things. So oh, like yeah. these yeah, are like you, more fully feeling controllers. Yeah, if you, uh, I mean, if you, now I can play it in handheld. The like Steam, now it the, feels fine. The Steam Deck is about that size with those things added onto it. No, Steam Deck I think is still way bigger it's, than it's, this. It's a little bit. It's a little bit bigger than that. Yeah, but those, but if it, if, it, if it feels like this, then then I think I can get behind that. But it like it both the sticks are like in the air. Like that looks weird to me. But I, no one has seemed to complain about it. Uh, the sticks being in the air, or I mean, like the I forget. Being at the this, top of the thing and not off. Yeah, it's like it's near the yeah, it's near the top of the body, and okay. when the screen is below, I don't know. It it looks weird to me, but no one has complained about it. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I do. I still. I do wish the thumbsticks were offset, but I mean, it's a it's a small complaint. But no, it says That's they, they levitate. They levitate. Yeah, <laughs> the, the 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 thumbsticks they levitate. They're making fun. Oh, like they're. <laughs> don't think too hard. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to say uh, Tyrell007 says Ace Combat 7 has VR missions and that they're very fun. Uh, uh, which one? Is that the one you got? Seven? Yes. Uh, yeah, I will. You should try that. I will try it on VR <laughs> once I move into my house. Because <laughs> uh, uh, F1 2022 has VR too, and we have a review copy of that. And I'm kind of excited to try that in VR because I don't, I haven't played the only games I've really played in VR are action games or FPS stuff. I have Mm. not tried like a flight sim or a racing game in that yet. So I'm excited. The first red out apparently had VR. Does it really? Yeah. As fast as that (laughs) game goes, like I can't imagine what that's like. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, there it hasn't been a VR game that's made me sick yet, because I thought I thought when I played. Keep trying. Well, so I'm, <laughs> I'm special, terri- special game. I, I have been. I've, I'm terrified of heights, so I tried the climb and the climb too, thinking like, oh man, free climbing, nothing holding me. If I fall, I'm fucking dead. Thought that would like hit me in the vertigo and make me feel sick or whatever, because I, I like mm-hmm. I wanted to get that sensation. Uh, just doesn't do it for me. I just I'm too smart. I know it's not real. <laughs> I'm too smart for video games. They yes. can't fool me. <laughs> they can't immerse me. They can't fully immerse me, no matter how hard they try. Unless I'm playing squad with All my right. my uh, the vibrating headphones. Uh, you just they just gotta vibrate uh the rest of your body. They gotta vibrate your stomach so that you feel you, like that, that. You can, you can that get drop. That. You can get that with the B haptic suit. <laughs> <laughs> they they have like are, the, are you are you honestly planning to get that though? I'm gonna bug them about sending us a review unit. Hell yeah! <laughs> how, how, I want to feel like what it's like to get shot gonna... in VR. <laughs> uh, how, how much is that suit though? How much is that? It's got to be like in the in the thousands. No, I don't think they're in the thousands. I think they're. Let's see. Shop full body haptic suit. You can get the track suit for five hundred dollars. You can okay, get the. Yeah. It has forty feedback points on it, so you can get. Well, so the track suit alone is five hundred dollars. 
you can get the face cover for another 150. So I don't know what that Your does. Face? If you get punched <laughs> in the face in like Fight Club, is that gonna? I don't know. Then you got the arms. Then you got the hands, and then you have all you have feet too. Also, oh, these are all separate. Yeah, it's so, like a core suit, and then there's arms, face. That's nuts. Yeah, so 500, 150, 650, 800, no, 900. Yeah, you're looking about like 15, probably 1400 $1,500 after taxes for everything. It's like the full thing? Yeah. Wow. Wow. You can also. Mr. Black get, Dark is asking groin? Uh, no, I, they don't have that yet. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised to see them add like a VR cup, though. <laughs> Oh no! We all, we all, we all know the path that that's going down. <laughs> a VR, a VR cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, I don't, yeah, I remember. I remember like going back. Uh, if you if you ever watched Shark Tank, uh, I've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. So there was an episode like way back when. Uh, there's like that. It was made for VR headsets. It's that that running pad. Have you seen that? Oh, like the it's it's like a big round thing at the at the yeah, and like, foot it's of like it. it has like a slidey surface, so you can like yeah, slide and, your feet across it. It ties you into it. You can run and run in it. Yeah, yeah, and like a bunch of people. Are that like, was on there. Yeah, yeah, that was on there, and they didn't fund it. They didn't think it'd be successful. <laughs> Turns out they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, they were. Wait, they were wrong. Yeah, I, they were I wrong. see that around. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh a lot of like VR arcades and everything are using it. Um. And, and like barcade and stuff like that. I think like uh, David Buster. I've Buster's, never seen one out in a while. Yeah, I think David Buster's got them. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I was a. I've been to David Buster's. The one I went to, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how many. I don't know how many have it, but I, I know they. Well, they didn't just end up doing that. I think their technology got used for other stuff. But um, and I'm pretty sure the military uses some of that stuff for training as well. I, all right i mean they could they could just have their soldiers actually run but you that's know. true well not not, <laughs> not in this age it's too hot outside getting the vr suit <laughs> getting the vr robot shinji <laughs> all right uh <clears throat> i think that's it for our updates you ready to jump on the super chats uh yes let's do it all right uh i gotta go find them all hold on uh let's start with oh merkel welcome to early access thanks for your support Welcome. Much appreciated. You can go watch the new Adventures and I episode as soon as we're done with this. I'll get to the super yeah, chat. I haven't even seen it yet. Ha! That's what you get for <laughs> taking a job at Ubisoft. Why, why should I be punished for... I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know as the community manager of Rainbow Six Siege, I'm going to come and complain to you a lot. Well... Now and you can't you, you ban know me. that your complaints will be heard. Good. Yeah, Will doesn't listen to anything. <laughs> uh Beastmarch donates two dollars says thirteen hours to go, we're cutting it close. I don't know why did, did I set the time wrong on the stream? <laughs> oh maybe. Yeah, maybe I it was like... I did. No, I got the notification it was thirty minutes. I think Beastmarch just didn't oh, no. reload he, their he, page. He might be talking about the funding goal. It says because right now it says twelve hours to go. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh that funding goal funded Jack's uh, Elden Ring stream. There you go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't even know what you were funding, but you did it. Uh, Lampy donates five pounds. Says, how does Nick feel knowing he's about to be banned from Siege for toxic behavior and shooting people in the back? That's KC. 
KC is the one that shoots people in the back. I don't know but how I'm you got a job. To do that I don't know how you got a job. I don't know how you got a job as a community manager on Rainbow Six Siege when you team kill. Like you are, you are I the problem. You are the problem. I child. team killed a noted toxic team killer. So there was like, you know what? Good initiative. I never we'll, team we'll... killed you. I sent you to your death, or I shot you. I didn't team kill you. But that that counts as toxicity, though. Like no, no, it doesn't. That's just that's just positative. That's positive reinforcement of. This see if I way. if I shoot you in the foot and you have less health, then you have to be more careful so that other people don't get you. <laughs> see, uh, the dogmatic director donates five dollars. Says the last Jedi was the only one that threatened to do something new, and it's the only one that doesn't make me feel dead inside. Oh, I uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, the Rise of Skywalker. I was that is like one of the only movies I've ever watched where I felt angry watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with Ray or Kylo or anything. It was just the Emperor being back. It just made me mad that they yes. treated the audience that stupid. It it was quite quite terrible. It I still can't believe they did that. I can't like no. They couldn't help themselves. Like they, they heard the criticism and said, like, they'll they'll love this. They'll love, they have to. Yeah, love, they'll <laughs> they'll love, have to love that, this. They'll love Papeltine coming back and also like the Yes, he just secretly built ten billion goddamn ships in the galaxy. That was the stupidest scene. Uh, that still makes me mad. I can't like that's the only Star Wars movie I can't rewatch. Like all the construction yeah, stuff in Star Wars like makes little to no sense. Like they, no, that's they fine. built the that's Death fine. Star. The Death Star is no fine. one knew about it. No, nope. and nope. then they There's built only... another one that's, right that's, after. That's fine. Death Star, fine. Having a fleet of ten billion goddamn ships. Like who was who was running those ships? Where did they find all these people? <laughs> there were yeah, there couldn't be that many people that supported the Empire anymore. The Force, Nick. No, you know what they really should have done? To man those ships, they should have reinstated all, all the old-ass clones that they decommissioned. But when you decommission the clone, don't you kill it? No, they didn't kill it. They're all just... I don't know what they did with the clones. They they killed them, is what I'm assuming. No, the, <laughs> like they, what, the, they're just the like bad, asleep? Well, the Bad Batch hasn't explored that yet. No, they did decommission one in the Bad Batch. They were telling them, you, you don't, we don't need you anymore. See ya. I don't know if it killed them but, though. But it, yeah, but they they didn't just like let them go live lives, right? I don't know. They couldn't have. <laughs> hey, like, this, that, is Dis- like, this is this is Disney like military we're hardware. No, no, this is Disney we're talking about. Those those clones got to go live happy lives, doing whatever clones do. Happy lives in a fascist galaxy. Yes, they were <laughs> fine. They were taken care of. Uh, <laughs> King Dead Forty Two donates five dollars. Says new stories, new or old IP need to tell new stories. A lot of franchises franchises aren't doing that, but some of those news stories are going to be garbage. That's that's absolutely true. I Good t- point. I'm just I'm so so scared for that Lord of the Rings show and like the online discussions around it because one trailer was enough to set off an entire fandom of angry angry nerds. It always is though. Like they don't need much to go off. No. <laughs> I'm just. I'm hoping that sometimes it's good. just. Sometimes it's just a screenshot, Nick. <laughs> like they don't even need a whole trailer. <laughs> oh, uh, chat. Chat's pointing out they got sent out to the farm. Uh, yeah, I forgot. See, that's why you need to watch the Batman videos from College Humor because it, it's it's a Batman's version of where the Clone Wars went, where his family, his parents also went right. to, the, to the special farm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, I'm Rao. Donate two dollars. Says, "Where is Mister Biggity?" We already answered that one. He's in his void. Lampy yeah, donates two pounds. Him? Says, "Nick, try VR spacewalk. It's terrifying." Let's see what that's all about. VR spacewalk. VR spacewalk. That sounds terrifying. <clears throat> like I, if I had the choice, like if we were in like a, a space age, I wouldn't want to go to space. I'm very afraid of that. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it is it this one, Lampy? Is it home a VR spacewalk? It's on the Oculus Rift. Oh, woo! Yep, I'm trying that. Thanks for the recommendation. Once I get do, my, do it on stream, Nick. I will when I get the house. I'll try that <laughs> on stream. Uh, and then our last donation, Be Smart, donated two dollars through Super Set. Says the VR Cup is coming. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I. <laughs> that's that's band word. Honey money, take care of him. <laughs> and then uh we forgot uh eating pancakes right now became a member in tip jar. Thanks for your support. Thank you. So I think that's also it. I wish I was eating pancakes right now. I yeah, I'm also hungry. Let me go get a sandwich. Well, it's only ten thirteen. I'm not gonna get a sandwich yet. <laughs> it's too early for lunch. <laughs> I showed up at I showed up at Jason's Deli at like ten thirty the other day for like a you know a lunch sandwich and they kind of just looked at me like I was nuts and I was like, well, sorry, <laughs> I'm hungry. It's what I want. Yep. Give it to me. Did you read uh, Mister Black Darkness's late? Uh, nope, that one just came in. Uh, Mister Black Darkness six 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 donated two euros. Say donation to have more voids as hosts. <laughs> I mean, you. <laughs> you're you're kind of getting them because Marty's internet died and Casey's internet likes to blow up. I mean, Casey's computer likes to. Blow yeah, my yeah, my PC likes to just get real have you, hot. Have you like so stupid thing? Uh, did you have you blown out like the dust out of your computer? Have you opened it up and cleaned it? Yes, okay. I, that was the, one of the first things I did. I replaced the uh, thermal paste between the TPU and the fans. Um, I I uh, overclocked the fans, so like all the fans in there are running much faster than they used to. Um, and I also have uh, the actual central air vent that's in this room blowing directly towards <laughs> the PC. None of that is tower fan on it. <laughs> so so at this point, um, I'm. I'm planning later today to like run and see what I can do about either replacing all the fans, replacing the CPU fan and maybe getting liquid cooling uh, set up. So like, that's going to be most of my day today. There you go. Uh, Andrew Hickbottom donated two pounds as F's in the chat from Marty. May he enjoy the void. Yep. You know, you know, Marty loves some voids. I think, He's so, right I don't now. think I don't think Marty's internet really died. I think he decided he didn't want to have this conversation. He <laughs> knew we weren't going to have time for weeb shit. And then, uh, <laughs> He's off playing what was Neon White again. I think that's exactly that, that, what he's doing. That does sound like Marty. Sounds like something Marty but, would do. Yeah, so I, I brought up the blowing out the PC of, of dust and stuff because my PC was completely full of dust and dog hair <laughs> and all that stuff. And I'm like, <sighs> well, I've been playing games on it. So like, I think I mentioned it when I was playing like Hell at Loose on my personal streams. Like, my computer sounds like a jet engine. Then I looked down, I was like, oh. There's a ton of dust in there. So that, blow that, that explains out. it. And then I blew it all out, and now it sounds like fine again, and it's running fine. So yes, click take care of your hardware. Yeah, yeah we gotta continue the maintenance. It well, never ends because PCs suck. So yeah, my my biggest problem was like so there's uh there's an opening on the front of my PC to vent. Like there's fans, and then there's like a glass panel in front of it, and there's an opening mm-hmm. at the top of the PC to vent that air out. 
And so, like, I've tried to clean it up before, but, like, you can't do it from the inside of the PC because it's covered. And then <laughs> I didn't, you can't really do it on the outside of the PC because you can't remove the glass panel. And so, like, for the three years I've had it, I've never, like, I've, I've, like, half cleaned it, but haven't figured out how to fully clean it. And then I figured out, oh, the fucking vent that's covering the fans is magnetic and I could just pull it out. Well, that that's the kind of thing that, you know, is like a feature you learn when you buy it. But because so many years go by, you just forget. No, they never <laughs> they never told me that. <laughs> like, even I, the, refused, the, I refuse to believe that they told me that they must have like the, the manual probably said, like, oh, this, here's your cleaning vent. But then, you know, you throw all that shit in the garbage and then three years later. No, it's a mystery. Uh, oh, there's wait highlighted messages. Oh, the member messages. Shit. Hopefully, I can scroll up and oh, see them. Oh, oh. Uh, let's see. Did I miss some? Yes, I did. Uh, David Bateman, member for eleven months. If that's hopefully that's the only one. If it's not, just repost it and I'll read it out. Uh, find you a franchise that is constantly changing, new creators and ideas all the time. Any Cayman Rider Super Sentai fans out there? Oh, I'm fucking stupid. I had all these in my OBS, and I don't know why I didn't look there. Whatever. Oh. Uh, um, I have not what, watched any Common Rider. What is Common Rider? Is that an anime? Uh, not really. It's it's more like Power Rangers, but like you know the Japanese shows, like the pure de- pro, like Super Sentai is Power Rangers, but in Japan, like the original footage and characters and stuff. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, superhero teams, <laughs> transformations or whatever. I don't That's know why. What I just heard super hentai. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that That's probably also a genre, but, you know, we're not we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> but, like, I, I like, That's when I like Internet the hentai genre. Uh, I've not watched a ton of it, though. Mm. Like, I'm a big Power Ranger fan, but, I, like, I, I don't keep up with it either. Like, my son has taken a mantle. He watches a lot of Power Rangers now. Uh, and I do have I do have Rob Mace's chat, so you don't have to type it in because I remembered where they all were. Uh, Rob Mace has been a member for two months in a row in early access. Thanks, thanks for all the great content. Keep it up. You know we will. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and if you are a member in bonus content or credit, we're going to do our quarter two update this Sunday. Uh, and the last super chat before we go, uh, Obi-Wan, unless there's any more, Obi-Wan Dahomey donated $2, says, would Tupac be a Jedi or a Sith? <laughs> You know, I like I don't I don't know the man personally, but he he was kind of like a lawful, or like chaotic lawful. I don't know how the things go, but yeah, I, I, he'd be somewhere in the middle, right? <laughs> he, he's I don't know. There, there's like a, he, he means to do good, but he'll get there by whatever means necessary. But yeah, uh, in the new High Republic books, and I there, it may be in other books. I just haven't read all the Star Wars books because I'm not crazy. Uh, there are Jedi that like leave the order and are still like Jedi, but just go off and do their own thing. So yeah, George Lucas literally just wrote that. He said Tupac would use the Jedi powers to do his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that, you know what? That's a remake that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, all right. So Star Wars as a franchise, the media stuff, I'm not huge on. I have like the, a lot of the games. I really like Fallen <laughs> order. I'm very much looking forward to the sequel. Uh, I'm looking forward to whatever Respawn's doing. It's kind of like the same thing with Marvel. Really enjoy the Marvel games. Don't really care for the Marvel movies all that much. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like yeah. you add the element of you know playing in that universe. No, they're just doing. Like, they're, they're like actually doing like unique and interesting things in games and 
more more so like i think midnight suns looks awesome but uh all right on that note uh, yeah i think that's it casey what do you have coming up this week uh this week um i'm still around uh i don't know if you guys heard but i, I did a sec accept a job with ubisoft to be community manager for rainbow six siege uh so i don't start that until like next week friday so i'll be around for metal gear this week we'll do two like a hard two hours then but then we'll do a longer stream next thursday to finish it up um and then i'm gonna be gone for like maybe two or three weeks because uh, my schedule is going to change drastically um, and I'm going to have to figure out how to fit in uh, the streams that um, I'll be able to do and, you know, other stuff like reviews or whatever. Uh, but in general, I'll, you probably won't see me as much, unfortunately, but like I'm, I'm not gone completely. And uh, if you're worried about Adventures Nigh, like we're going to be rescheduling when we do that anyway. Um, so we'll figure out when to fit that in. Uh, so don't worry about uh, Sigmar being killed off uh, in some sort of weird fashion because I'll still be around for that. Uh, but outside of that, you know, I have a new episode of The Sigma Show. That's still going to be going on as well on my personal stream at Sigma Gears 9 on Twitch. Um, so check out the new episode from last week. Also, it's on podcast services. So just search for The Sigma Show on your favorite podcast service. It'll probably pop up. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's pretty much it for me. You also have your Sunbreak review this week, too. Oh, right. Yeah, that that's <laughs> I should be done with that tonight. So I'm assuming it'll get posted maybe tomorrow unless there's a bunch of other stuff. So keep an eye out for that. Cool. Uh, yep. Don't forget Postal EP today. It'll be on uh, Card Shark and Postal Four. No, Postal Brain Damage. I think it's called. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow, Thursday, uh, Marty and I will be back to finish up the Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers, and we'll finish that probably in the first thirty minutes of the stream. So I'll probably either do some of the extra side stuff that you can do in the Two Towers, or I'll start up another Lord of the Rings game. We won't start Return of the King tomorrow. We'll save that for the next stream to keep it on schedule. And then uh, Amy is back in Australia now and will be here Friday for Divinity Stream, so we'll be doing that. And then we'll be back on game night on Saturday. I don't know what we're playing yet. Might be Chivalry 2 this week. We'll see. Marty's favorite. Yes, I want Marty to play it. I want to chop off his head in the game and throw it at him. <laughs> Just to see his reaction. Or throw a chicken at him. You can also do that. Because I know he'll still scream that he had a cock thrown at him. And that'll be funny. <laughs> but uh all right we will see you all back here in a few hours for post cp bye peace